Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome once again to my yet another episode of Iftar for Soul. And really thank you so much for my established audiences who are who are listening uh, to, to my episodes, who are coming back to me with your comments, with your feedback, with your questions. It, it, it really means a lot to me. And um, as I said in the beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to convince anyone, anybody of anything. I'm only here to share my research and you have all the freedom in the world to throw it against a wall if you, if you, if you don't find it interesting. And uh, so in any way I come across um, that I'm trying to convince you of something, I do apologize and I take responsibility for that, but that is definitely not my intention. So may Allah help me choose the right words. He, may Allah guide me to, to spread the message to its, uh, to its fairness. And uh, I also pray and I hope um, from Allah that you all are safe, you all are doing well, and uh, you are having a nice, relaxed weekend. And of those, for those who are going through difficult times, I pray to Allah that uh, He eases them out for you. Um, all right, so we are going to talk about the sixth revolution as it is the sixth day of Ramadan today. And yes, today I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, it's because I'm, uh, my health is a bit down uh, this weekend since yesterday. And um, that's why I'm just a bit homesick. I'm, I'm, I'm craving some food. So I, I hope, inshallah, it will, be, it will be over in six hours from now. <laughs> inshallah. So the uh, so coming back so the episode uh, of today is going to revisit certain topics um, that I have talked about before and why am I choosing this again I will also come to that and talk about it in detail so we are looking at surah one hundred and eleven which is a very short surah of five ayat and I'm going to talk about the second ayat but uh, just a bit of context uh, of this ayat is that. So Prophet Muhammad you know, we are already in the in the phase where he, where you know he's he's out he's out there and talking about about the message of Islam, and uh, you know it, it has it, it was a very gradual process. He did not just basically just go and start spreading the message, but you know he, he did it in in in, uh, in in steps. Like there's always this incremental change. There is not this this rapid change, right? And uh, there's a very interesting talk about that. Uh, it just comes to my mind from one of my favorite scholars, Dr. Umar Suleiman. And uh, yeah, that's why this, this, this terminology just came to my mind. I was reading that yesterday. And um, so he, he's, so we are in that era where he's, you know, inviting his close friends and families. And uh, this, the, the, this, the surah is about his uncle and uh, the treatment of his uncle towards him and his wife so his uh, how his uncle and aunt treated him so there, there, there were there were some incidents leading up to the surah for example like one of the very heart-rending incident was that prophet muhammad he lost his son so his son died and um, i mean this is definitely a news that saddens people even if you don't know a person but you Try to have sympathy for that person, right? Even if you find out that uh, that one of your neighbors or one of people you might know or may not know that they lost their child, we you know we try to we try to sympathize with them in our wishes in our in our in our while. And uh, unfortunately, what happened here is that you see someone celebrating, 
So, I mean, just to, just to hear that, it's, it's a very hateful thought, right? Like, how can someone celebrate someone's child's death? I mean, let alone death of, 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 of so any death, but, you know, death of a child, only, only, only parents can, can, can know what pain they go through when they lose their child. Um, and uh, the person who was celebrating was actually Abu Lahab, his own uncle. So, I mean, let alone the thought of celebration, but the last person you might think who would celebrate, if someone would celebrate, would be someone from your family. And they were really happy because they, as in the uncle and the aunt, because they knew they were celebrating that, yes, no one will be there to carry his name, all the things he talks about and what he says. He's, it's just no, no one will be there to remember him. No one will be there to carry his name. Because, you know, if you, if you go back in time, um, I mean, there are still some societies like that, but back then it was quite a big deal back in, in, the, in that era that the sons were considered to take, take forward the name of the, of the father, you know, that they take away the family, uh, family name. I mean, in some of the cultures here, it's like, you know, the son takes care of the father's business and he takes it forward. I mean, even now in Germany, also there are some many family um, uh, businesses uh, which have been taken forward by, by the sons. And uh, so, you know, this, this mindset was much more pronounced and profound, uh, much more um, uh, present, uh, prevalent in those times. So he was really happy and rejoicing that there's no one going to remember him. Not, not only that, the wife of, so basically his own aunt, the Prophet Muhammad's aunt, she would throw thorns on the, at night on the path we, he, which he would usually take or was expected to take to, to, to hurt him. And... Um, so this were, so this surah was revealed in those times uh, at the time of the atrocities that were that were done to him by his own family and to make matters worse they were also his own direct neighbors and um, and that's why I'm going to talk about the second ayah of the five verse surah and it says no profit to him from all his wealth and all his gains so this topic is quite interesting because it again sheds light on a very important aspect that even if you know even if you're from the blessed because i'm going to talk about from i'm going to talk again first in the religious uh, domain and then i'll go to the modern times so even if you're from the progeny of prophet muhammad you know, if you have the same family tree even that will not save you if your dealings if your dealing is not if you're not being fair in your treatment to someone, if you are going to harm, physically harm, emotionally harm someone, you will definitely be held accountable for that. Your wealth, your social status will be of no use to you. So when we look at this verse, we, I, uh, we also can guess that Abu Lahab was on a very, he was actually, I mean, if you, if you study the seerah of the Prophet, you will come to realize that he, his, he was considered to be a very handsome man and a very rich person. And even his wife, she was known as Um Jamil. So um, Abu Lahab, Um Jamil, so these are known as the titles of people back then. So literally it means Abu Lahab, the father of Lahab. And uh, Um Jamil is the mother of the beautiful, beautiful. But it also, Abu Lahab would also not literally mean that father of, or Um Jamil would also not literally mean the mother of. It just becomes, it was a way of giving titles to people. So for example, uh, in another situation, out of respect uh, of not calling someone elder by their direct first name, you would also say Abu 
for example, Abu Bakr is, is quite known. He was the first caliph of Islam. Abu Bakr means the, 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 the father of Bakr. So, you know, it's like you always have these names, you know. Uh, the, um, the wife of the Prophet Aisha, عنها, she got the name Umm Abdullah, I guess. Um, so, you know, they were, they were the way the people would call. So just a small <laughs> uh, information about these Abu Lahab, Umm Jamil. Uh, one of my favorite desserts is called Umm Ali. <laughs> it's an Egyptian dessert, very delicious. If you've lived in Egypt or if you've been in Middle East, in Dubai especially, Iftar Buffet, they always had this Umm Ali dessert and it's so delicious. You can Google it and try to make it at home. You won't be disappointed, trust me. If you like pistachio, walnuts, coconut and almonds, this is the dessert to go for. All right, getting back. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, his, nothing, nothing of this will, will be of, to his avail when he is standing in front of Allah. Allah will be only concerned about what he did in his life, the decisions he took, the actions he did. Because, and, and, and there's another verse in the Qur'an that actually, um, it is in Surah Al-Baqarah, where Allah says in the Qur'an that, um, um, for him is, it what, is what he has earned, and on him what he has incurred. So, taking into context what he has earned is actually, um, what he has earned from his deeds, from his actions, how he was, he, but, but here, I'm sorry, just to avoid any confusion, he does not mean Abu Lahab here, he means any person, not a gender, of course, any person, and, um, and then, uh, yeah, so, basically, what you earn through your deeds, so you know what, you, you, your, your earnings, as in your wealth, your social status, does not give any 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 lenience towards you know there is no lenience just because you were at a higher social status and before i get into the worldly domain uh, it's really interesting for me uh, i'd also like to point out one more thing that you know allah says in, in another uh, surah surah al-baqarah of uh, ayah 272 i will just share the first part of it not upon you o muhammad is the responsibility for their guidance but allah guides whom he wills so why I'm, I'm, I'm combining these two is because it's very profound in its meaning that Allah is even telling Prophet Muhammad that your job, your responsibility is only to deliver the message. You're not going to guide people. I will guide whom I will. Now, it might come across, it might come across as a very questionable statement. But why is it like this? I mean, Prophet Muhammad cannot see what is inside the heart of a person, Right? The knowledge, what is inside of a person, we can never see. I can, I can look very Muslim, right? I can have a beard, I can have, uh, as a woman, I can have a headscarf, I'm covering myself as a woman, as a man, and I'm, I'm praying five times a day, I'm, I'm doing Ramadan and all, all that. So, you know, to the, to the naked eye, I might come across as some, oh, wow, this guy is religious, okay, you know, he's, he is uh, knowledgeable, or he is, um, I can go to that person for, for my... For my, for my questions or whatever, you know. And, but what, what, we, what we cannot see, what we cannot realize is, is what is in the hearts of people. And that's why Allah says that I guide whom I will because Allah can see what is in, in your heart. Humans do not have that ability. So that's a message that, you know, this is, this is why it is 
so profound for me that it really teaches us how not to judge people on what they are wearing, what they are doing, what they are saying. So even even if the Prophet gets a commandment from Allah like that, that you're you're not responsible for their guidance. You know, you you it's not upon you, O Muhammad. I guide whom I will. So you know, even Prophet Muhammad is given a very important lesson that I know what is in the heart of the people. And and now I will take this as a point to go to my next, to my worldly uh, domain. So now if you really think about it, right, we are, have, we are living in times. When I came to Germany, one of the first questions that I was asked, you know, when I, um, uh, you know, when I, one of the, the first questions that I was asked, you know, about the treatment of women or why do women wear the hijab? Why don't you drink? Why don't you eat pork? And, and you know, I was really bombarded with these questions. And that really made me think made me think certain things which which have come clear to me now in this time uh, and I, I will I would like to take you through that step by step so before I talk about that aspect there's one more thing I'd like to mention which is as a preface to my this talk that if you look in today's times right we give a lot of credibility to the person who has money, who has a social status, who has a celebrity status, right? We think that, that this person is powerful, this person is inf influential. What we sometimes fail to see, how this person treats others, how he, how he is to the person lower than him. But by lower, I don't mean inferior. Lower, I mean lower in social class. No matter how much we, we, we hate this statement, but there are, we live in societies which are still, which are still demarcated with, with class what class you belong to, especially when it comes to, you know, uh, dating also, or even, even marriage, and for, for that matter. So, we, we think that money, wealth, social status is something that will make us successful. You know, it will, it will, it will be our, our, our key to, to, to whatever, you know, to, to, to whatever, how we, how we, however we define what can come with that. For, for, for us being lived, for, for us living in, uh, in the world of capitalism, you're always taught this idea, you know, it's always the survival of the fittest. Uh, if you have this, you will be happier. If you buy this, you'll be happier. If you eat, eat this, drink that, you will, you will feel better about yourself. You know, it's always this, this constant, this, again, you know, I'm, I, that, that's why I'm, I, I took this verse because this, this, this concept is coming, coming ahead again. Like, you know, Allah is again reminding that, that your wealth, your, your, your social status, your gains will not benefit you at the end. It, what really matters is how you are as a person. And, and why, I, why I feel like bringing this topic again up is because I have been quite fascinated by one thing until now. So, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm going from the first revolution onwards, right? I mean, this is the idea about this, of, of this podcast. Until now, and I hope, this is in my knowledge, I hope I have not skipped anything. I guess I haven't. But Allah knows better. I did not come across any verse that talked about consumption of alcohol, that talked about the headscarf, that talked about the hijab of man and woman. Yes, even men are required to have a certain uh, uh, um, covering, a certain hijab, as opposed to popular belief. I did not come across uh, what do you eat, etc. And 
what I see is that the first thing that ever came was down was uh, about was was knowledge, and after knowledge. I'm seeing it's all about how you deal with people, how you talk to people, what is your conviction, how your connection is to Allah, how is your, how 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 you should start to identify Allah, how you should start to identify your your soul, your spirit, your 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 you in a much greater context, and not you by reducing you reducing us down to wealth, to our social status. Even the day before yesterday when we talked about purification right the purification of the of the body the purification of the soul greed for example generosity you know these are the concepts that i'm coming across and you know one of the first thing that i'm always asked not only here in germany even earlier it was always like uh so if you are not wearing a headscarf as a woman you're not a good muslim or okay if you are i don't know if you are um if you're going to party to clubs you smoke you drink you know you're not a good muslim or you know we we reduced islam down to things which are nowhere to be seen in the first things of the of the revelation and this is what fascinates me you know like allah remi- is reminding us that i will you should see where your wealth comes from where do you get your money from where do you spend your money how do you earn your money what do you do with your money this is what he's going to see allah blesses with wealth he, he, whom he wants allah blesses allah allah tests with people with with poverty with with by people who who have less everything is a, uh, is, a, is, a, is, a, is at the end of the day is is something that we will be tested upon beauty for example me as a beautiful person you as a beautiful person whoever as a beautiful person how he is in his dealing with people if he's pretty is he arrogant is she arrogant things like that So you know it's like it's 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 very interesting for me to see that what Islam had become in today's times where it's always about you know you are you you are not allowed to wear this you're not allowed to eat this you you're not allowed to drink alcohol why aren't you drinking alcohol like no one really sees that is a very very important saying of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that comes to my mind right now that two important sayings one is man ghasha falaysa minna you are not amongst us if you cheat second a muslim is someone from whose hands and tongues the other muslims are safe uh, uh, or some scholars also say other people are safe so you know it's like this is what really fascinates me that that you know like just because of this this out of the to blow it out of the proportions of 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 you know um dictating i i uh, if i may dictating this idea that you are successful if you have more money you are successful if you're living in a if you're living at a beach house if you have water right in front of you or if you're living in a penthouse or you have all these expensive clothes and expensive furniture and all that you know this 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 constant struggle of reaching that yet ignoring our our responsibility as a human so this is what really makes makes sense for me is this this entire sense you know like of of what makes me human at the end of the day and this is why i feel that it is it has become 
so important for me to look at these scriptures, to look at these, because I have lived, I have lived in, Dubai was a society that, you know, they, they literally had no money. Like when I was growing up, the, Dubai was a desert. Like what you see right now, you know, these huge tall towers and shopping malls, there was nothing there. You perhaps the only tall thing you would see is a camel and that's it. <laughs> you wouldn't see a, a tower there. Well, there was one tower, but still. And to see this, 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 the entire mindset of people changing there, the way they started to act, the way they started to behave, the way they started to look down on people who were not, who were, who could not afford much, or even if they were affording much, to to choose friends based on where they were eating, where they what they were wearing, that was very alarming for me. I mean, like, where is my value? Where is my worth? At the end of the day, right? And that's why I find it so beautiful. This, this, that, that, this, this ayah. Again, we are now on the sixth episode, on the sixth revelation. Allah is reminding again that think about your words, think about your choices, see how you are with people. It is so important to realize that, to, to, let, us th- to, to let that sink in. We are here to gain knowledge, we are here to learn, we are here to be kind to people, to be generous, to, be, to purify ourselves, to purify our souls, to purify our, our, our bodies, you know, to, to, to get rid of greed, to, to, run, to stop running after the world all the time. So it's, it's a very, it's, it really helps me to put things into perspective. I mean, I have met really, really inspiring people here in, 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 in Germany uh, who, are not, who are not religious, you know, who are also atheists, if not agnostics. Um, but, and they, they talk about that also, you know, they, I, they, have, they have inspired me so much with the way they look at life. For example, they say that I'm, 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 I'm here to, to make this world a better place. You know, they make sure, for example, um, uh, when, when they are shopping and they do not leave their shopping cart in the middle of, any, uh, in the, middle of the, the, the shopping aisle so that it does not cause distress to the others. I, I, I've met people who, are, who do not park bikes right in the middle of the road so that it does not affect the others. You know, I've met these this beautiful, pe- beautiful hearted people and, and who, are, who understand that, you know, they also have to take care of the other people around them. And, but then at the end of the day, you know, what, what, when I, if, I, if I see these things that are being taught as basic principles of Islam back 1400 years ago, it helps me put things into perspective. And I'm like, if I... If I am back in Dubai right now, and if I'm back, if I'm back there, and, and if I, how will I be, you know, on what will I be gauged? Like, what will be, what will be, I, what will be my worth in, that, in, the, in the society where there's so much wealth? That what will it boil down to? My social status. And that would be, you know, how much I earn, where do I go, and stuff like that. I face that. I'm not saying that everyone is like this. So please do not use my, any kind of statement that I make to, to paint the entire community on that. There, there are always good people. There are always good people. But what I'm trying to here get is that so far, what I see that, that, that defining your success, defining your value, your worth on, on money, on, on your social status, your, your family tree, that, that really has nothing to do with you as a person. You are going to be responsible for yourself in front of Allah. He will ask you what you did, how did you earn money, what did you do with, these, uh, what did you do with the blessings I gave you? I mean, now, you know, now being in this Ramadan, you know, it's like, 
when 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 you see that you have to control yourself from your basic urge of of food drink sex these basic desires you you are you are until sunset you try to control you realize certain things that that you know you start connecting with people who have less than you and i i know i i was i was going i i i came across a uh, came across a really heart touching story there was this woman who she was quite from a poor, poor family and then you know she was uh, she accepted a guest and she gave her what all she could and she really had less and then the woman just asks her like how why are you fasting and she's like i want to connect with people who have less so you know for her when she heard that she was quite amazed by that statement herself that you know we sometimes we need to see things that sometimes we need to feel hunger to connect with people sometimes we need to feel the thirst why am i saying is that there's a lot of there's you know we always talk about peace we always talk about peace in this planet and the, I think the only way, what I based on my research, what I've studied so far, I think the only way to attain peace is to get rid of injustice in the society. Justice has to prevail. So, as you see, you know, I I, I think I touched several topics here, and I I don't want to get into more details because this will just make the episode much longer. So I'd really like to put everything back in a nutshell and 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 convey the message that on one hand where i see in this in this world how we have taken this message of islam reducing it down only to what we wear what we eat what we drink and and on the other hand if i look back 400 years ago islam is teaching such important valuable lessons about your dealing with people which we really need in these times we definitely need this in these times where we are so much in contact with people from all over the world, from different backgrounds, different races, different uh, um, uh, societies. We need to learn how to talk to people. We need to learn how to treat others. We really need to learn that. And I hope, uh, I hope this uh, was not a long episode. I thought it would be short, but it turned out to be 26 minutes. And uh, I thank you all for bearing patience and uh, listening to this. May Allah help us and guide us to the light, to the to the uh, to 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 understanding ourselves, to understanding who we are, and uh, may Allah guide us to to bliss and to uh, to peace. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.